0: What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. It is June 26, 2021. This is our AEW Saturday Night Dynamite Post Show. We're back to Wednesdays after a month this Wednesday. But right now we're on Saturdays. And I feel like being on a Saturday night did give this more of a big fight feel. But also then building up a world title match also did as much. We've got Robert B. Felice with us as usual. Robert, how you doing?
1: It's a little bittersweet to have to go back to Wednesdays, but it was all building to this, and I think it delivered.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was a a really great main event. I thought it was a solid show. Uh, There were some things I didn't like. We'll get into that, but there's so many things that I did like. Uh, I would like it an awful lot if you guys left a thumbs up, if you would subscribe, if you would uh, donate a Super Chat. It'll get your question or statement read on the air. Would really appreciate that. Ricardo did that and he said, I've missed this for the last month. AEW ruled. This was the best AEW episode in over a month, I thought, Robert.
1: Yeah. And I think having a world title match goes a long way for that because this felt special. I read somebody on Twitter, I believe it was Ross Berman, said, It feels like something is going to happen tonight because it's being built up as a routine title match, but they don't have routine title matches because they don't have monthly pay-per-views. So this felt exactly what it needed to be. Anything that surprised you
0: specifically on this show?
1: Yeah, there was no major announcement. Andrade showed up, but it was just sort of like, we've got a surprise, but they're going to interrupt us, so keep waiting. I'm a little surprised they didn't pull the trigger on a bigger... Show.
0: So let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, the biggest thing that I think that we can take from this even before the show is fans are back now for AEW fans are back from here yeah. on fans are back. We've got dynamite back on Wednesday uh, this week, and then they're traveling. They are coming back to Jacksonville the first week of August, which leads me to believe maybe there were some issues getting a specific venue, it's good to always have somewhere to go, but uh, as beautiful as that sunset was tonight, Robert, I'm very excited for them to get out of there. Um, I got to attend a show there. It was incredible. It was a beautiful venue, but uh, I, I, it's, it's so time to get the hell out of there. Uh,
1: they have a home base, and that is going to help them so much in the future, but... I, I like Florida. I, I live in Florida, but I'm ready to see them go elsewhere.
0: Let's go ahead and get into this show. Adam Hangman Page against Powerhouse Hobbs. Before that, we see Sammy Guevara being interviewed as he walked in. He got hit with a chair by Sean Spears. We'll circle back to that. I really like when like Taz joins the commentary team for Powerhouse Hobbs matches. Uh, This this led to one of the things that I didn't like, though. They've got to do something besides run-ins, distraction, gang wars, all the time. I had people saying, "Well, the main event." I didn't actually mind it. Yeah, I did mind it. I minded it. I minded it every single time because they do it so much that every single time that I see it, I'm like, "Why is it got to be so much?" If this were like once a show. Or twice a show, that'd be something. But when we're seeing it here, because you got Team Taz running out. And then later on, you've got FTR running out and jumping Conan. And then uh, beyond that, you've got TH2 and Blade doing it. And then you got it again. Like it happens over and over and over and over again. I'm like, that's my one qualm, my biggest qualm with this episode. Because we'll talk about it. The Cody-verse took a night off tonight. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to the Gang Wars thing uh, as it happens. This match was so much fun. Volob says that Hangman Pop, though, woke me right up at 5.30 in the morning. Holy cow. He is super over. And then Evan Wright mentions the buckshot counter into the muster. God bless. Now, the camera almost missed that. Or the production almost missed that. But that sold me a ticket, Robert. I thought that, uh, I thought for sure that that was a wrap.
1: I like that the camera almost pissed it, as weird as that is to say, because they were distracted with the run in. And you can't do the Kevin Dunn 40 camera cuts in five seconds. Mm
2: -hmm. That
1: Spine Buster was so good that the person I was watching with said, Why didn't that end the match? And I said, I don't know too many Spine Busters that do. But that was a good one, and it could have. Uh, Hobbs is so good. JR said he reminds him of Butch Reed. I've been watching a lot of Mid-South. Yeah, they should kind of steal the hacks on him. Yes. I did steal it. Just, I know that Butch Reed was a fan, so let him use it because it's, it's good. It's there. I like the Deadeye in place of the Buckshot. I think it's more effective.
0: I, I would expect us to see that a lot more yeah. in the future.
1: And I think uh, the gang wars, this worked for me because it's internal, it's cage turning, but not throughout the night, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah, I, I think that we're going to see the dead Deadeye an awful lot more, and I think that Hacksaw Will Hobbs is a way better name. Every time Team Taz is out there, I don't need to see them doing that with them. Like It is almost the same thing, too. Somebody brings that goddamn belt out, and they argue over it. Like, settle your stuff backstage once in a while. Let me let me see some of that. I don't need to see that every time. Now I love all the ingredients involved, but I think because I saw it so many times tonight, I was like, ah, okay. But um, it's like we just need it a little bit less. Other than that, I thought the show was really really great. It's just the redundant stuff. Now I had mentioned the Cody verse took a night off. We just had the QT Marshall, uh, QT Marshall thing like that's that was fine. That was a good way to, to further it. Um, I, I was OK with that. Taking a, a week off of having all those same people there.
1: Yeah, the Codyverse is so strange. It feels like it's out of place on the show. I don't buy QT as a future champion, but he says he wants to be. So we'll see where that goes. But I th- I want Cody to win the strap match and then this whole thing goes away and Cody goes back to being a regular AEW guy and not doing the Cody rivalries.
0: Sam Stahl says, I don't mind Gang Wars tonight because every se- segment either built characters or raised the stakes in the story. I didn't mind it in the TH2 situation because it made sense. They were gone. I don't think it added that much to the main event. I don't think it added much to what the the opening match had it caused a brief distraction that was a nice swerve but we it it did nothing it added nothing in the opening match that we have not seen before nothing it it worked a lot in the FTR thing too if you cut two of those and you keep the FTR one and you keep the TH2 one that's what I think would would maximize it because those did add an awful lot
1: i think even if you leave all of them except the main event because the main event is where you go this doesn't need to happen these puzzle pieces don't even necessarily go together
0: you're just doing it to do it yeah new punk rant says what a show that main event was dynamite what a great show the crowd was great a lot of homegrown talent can't wait for july i can't wait either a lot of big big shows for that they're really like hey you know what here's the reason you all should come back and watch our shows Uh, Speaking of, we had a Miro promo, which I thought was another good one. Man, (laughs) uh, but... He's the man. Sorry, I do want to get to the super chat. Cyclops is tired of seeing Hobbs lose the push. It does seem like they have leaned on him losing an awful lot.
1: Yeah. But I think they feel like we've got time with him. That's a dangerous trap to get into because WWE does it all the time. But right now, we'll see where it goes. This company can fail a couple of times and still come back because they're still new.
0: God's favorite champion Miro. He's, this is what we always wanted him to be. He is knocking it out of the park. This is so good.
1: Now he's added, uh, he's got a cross with him now. And he says, I'd like to thank Jesus for making me so powerful and my wife so flexible. Uh, That's it. Winner.
0: And then Brian Pillman cut a really good promo backstage. We have an interview dropping, Uh, Next Tuesday, unfortunately, uh, their mic pack did not work. My mic picked it up, so I got him and Griff Garrison next Tuesday. We filmed it on site in Jacksonville. Got those shampoo scoops for you guys. But, uh, I mean, we we saw Pillman cut a good one, too. What did you think of his promo?
1: He's very good as far as if you're going to compare him to his dad, he's in flying Brian mode right now. Uh, Great, great baby face. I can't wait to see that switch. When he gets a little bit of an edge, but right
0: now he's doing great with what he's got. I love this this comment from Bryant. He says Miro is basically a Baptist youth, church youth pastor. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Kate saying fans really emphasize, or fans returning really emphasize, who's over tonight. Wow, that's, that's what
1: like it, that's like what they're supposed to do. That's yep. Why we miss the
0: fans, Robert? Since you have been on podcasts here the subject of who is over with the crowd has not really been a subject for, for so much. I mean, uh, more for AEW yeah. than anything, but like, for example, since Jeremy started SmackDown podcasting with me, that's not been a subject we've ever broached because there has never been an audience. So I'm excited to just see who's over and who's over depending on where we are, because a lot of those shows you could watch, watch muted, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Man, some some good stuff on this. Eloquent says, "Is Pillman officially all elite? Not yet. He's on a tiered deal. He's still under MLW deal until what are we on like, uh, next month? Months? Yeah, next month. Next month, July." Ron Sanders says, "Give us a faction Survivor Series, then a break." Oh, I'm okay with all the factions. It's just I don't need to uh, see that all the time. The the thing is, like I know a lot of you go. Oh, well, I'm okay with it if it moves this plot point. Well, here's the thing. Wrestling ain't real. They script what moves the thing. They script yeah. what moves this along. They can say, hey, you know what? You guys are getting involved a little bit too much. We're going to start fining you guys. We're going to start suspending you guys unless you all stop coming out there. That's why I don't agree With this, I don't agree with less gangs. No, I'm good with these people having friends and having teams and having somebody to lean on. But you can give them a reason uh, as to why they're not coming out there for these situations. Money talks even within the context of of that.
1: I will say, and again, we will get to the main event, but the merging of two of them didn't need to happen in the main event. That felt more like it's a hodgepodge of just random heels.
0: Yeah, although they, I mean, they do have some history there, I guess. Oh, boy. Let's talk about a home run segment. Conan and Tully Blanchard. <sighs> that, Bamo de Felice, buddy. That wow. That is
1: wrestling. That is, Sean, that is professional wrestling. Look, I know there's a lot of people who think Tully's day in the 80s is overplayed. It doesn't help when a lot of the 80s guys come on and bury the modern stuff, but... My God, that was professional wrestling. Conan saying things to Tully and then saying, you're going to have to learn Spanish because you're going to need to communicate with your grandchildren. And that's a reference that we can just leave out there. So good. And then the swerve of, I've Whoa, got my... Before,
0: before that, him even saying that, I'm sure Walmart is still hiring yeah. greeters. <laughs> oh, buddy! Conan,
1: Conan, when Conan is on, there is nobody better. And he's so good. That's how he's stayed with so many of these promotions because he's so good. Tully never lost a step. He just stayed away from the industry for 25 years. I don't know why, because amazing. Everybody here was so good. This is the wrestling I want to see. And they've got the two teams that can back it up in the ring.
0: So Dante V says Conan's promo. Holy hell, that was gold. Him coming out to the LAX theme made me very happy. If they're allowed to use that, then just use it. And also, like I said, ping impact, hit them up and say, hey, you know what? You're using our champion. Just let us have the name. Let us have LAX, please, for the love of God. It's such a perfect name. I know that proud and powerful is important to Santana and Ortiz, but LAX is just such, like, I don't think of Homicide and Hernandez when it's LAX anymore. Like, let me tell you, you know, let me tell you who didn't do that. The new rockers didn't do that, Robert. Yeah. Like the, the Heidenreich animal version of demolition or uh, Legion of Doom didn't do that. Nobody thinks
1: of uh, Bob Holly and Bart Gunn when they say the Midnight Express.
0: Exactly. But I think of LAX, and I'm like, Santana and Ortiz, even though Hernandez and Homicide rocked that shit. They were so good at it. They were so good. Even Machete was good back in the day. Uh, Like, like a lot of really good people there. But, man, Santana and Ortiz, they made that their own. Joel Wood says LAX were best with Conan. Sign him now. Well, that was good stuff because FTR come out, crack a, a pile driver on Conan. You can see, like, the tumor on him, I think, on his stomach. I'm like, my God, I hope the dude hope the dude is okay taking that bump. But Jesus Christ, As he Tully took is, that bump, buddy. Tully is screaming, and that's good. You need that.
1: It doesn't always have to be, okay, we're doing the beatdown now, lay out. The guy's screaming as his men are doing the dirty work. This is what you need. You got Santana and Ortiz laid out in the back. They do the swerve. That's, again, that is wrestling. That's just a perfect angle. It doesn't need to be too pretty. doesn't need to be too clean.
0: It was good. It didn't feel like too long. It was so just like, okay, this guy is real good at talking shit. You think this other guy might hit him, but these other two guys come out and beat his ass. This was a, a perfect professional wrestling angle, utilizing people to their peak. Yeah ah so good and in july we're gonna get i was told i think it was in march or april that they were planning on a july ftr uh lax match and i was like oh gosh i can't wait and that was very much a we're saving it for the fans match so
1: whomever um, is behind the creative whatever evp and tony are behind this they need to be behind just a little bit more of it because this is so pure and so perfect
0: Chris Reigns says Conan popped him so many times. Yeah. Man, like, I, I would not want to get into a, just, like, a shit-talking battle with with Conan, man. Like, I don't think he can leave that one and, and end up on top. Like, By the way,
1: I'm guessing he's going to be a, around for a little bit because that AAA, Triple Mania main event is now an AEW match because it's yes. Andrade versus Kenny. Can't yes. wait to see what happens there.
0: New Punk Rant says Jade Cargill is absolutely money. Conan made me pop. Also, got to tell you, I just watched Bucks and Omega and Page. <laughs> He's been talking about the SD trip. Uh yeah, that was the best match that I have ever seen live in person. Uh, a close second was Gargano and Andrade. Uh, but that was good. yes, yes. Uh, Cyclops says Inner Circle holding back PMP at this point. I think I agree. I thought that Sammy. And Proud and Powerful both outgrew the inner circle, Robert. And I think that Chris Jericho doesn't need to outgrow it because Chris Jericho can reinvent himself anytime he wants. That's his whole thing. I do think that they would be better off without inner circle now.
1: They seem to be really pushing Sammy, and I think that's good. But I, I think they could have stood to split them up at Double or
0: Nothing. Because this keeps getting brought up, people are like, Wrestling fans being like, why didn't anyone come out to help KO? And the next breath, too many people came out. That isn't what happened. There were several of these beatdowns where nobody came to help whatsoever. It was just infighting and like three-on-one, four-on-one, six-on-ones. Also, that's why I'm saying have like a rule. Like say, "Well, you got to, if, if you're going to make, if you're going to make a mess of the match, you're going to have to pay. You're going to be punished somehow. You're going to be suspended. You're going to be like, don't use it as a crutch. I hate the crutch. WWE uses the the rematch as a crutch. They rebook things as a crutch. I don't want that. I want them to come up with something else. Somebody might go, well, what, what should they come up with? How the hell should I know? I'm not in creative. I talk about the show. But literally anything else, I would.
1: And I think... You can't compare the two criticisms. We say it with WWE because literally we'll see people get beaten down and nobody comes to help for months on end. With this show, the opposite happens too much, so you have to do something to control it. They're yeah. different animals.
0: Yep. Oh, man. This show has kept on having some really, really good stuff on it. Dante Martin, if you have not been watching him on Dark and Elevation, you learned something tonight. Now, Andrade and, and Vicky come out, but Matt Seidel kind of interrupts him and dismisses him. I thought this was a basic, easy way to set up a future match between those two. And then right after that, Seidel gets a win. So this made all the sense in the world to me. Ken Shiro said, We should legally be able to beat up anyone who does a what chant. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Andrade versus Seidel incoming. Yes. Andrade versus Seidel incoming. But before we talk about that, Babo DiFelice, let's talk about Dante freaking Martin. Because I I feel like Matt Seidel looked at this and he was like, listen, I've had my time to show off. Let's let this guy show off. And boy, did he let that guy show off. That pop-up head scissors was a work of art. There's one little thing that I, I specifically loved. When Dante goes for the pin and he reaches for the far leg... And he doesn't just reach for the far leg because it's there. He reaches for it because it's standing straight up in the air. So why wouldn't you pull that closer to you? Go ahead and keep those shoulders down a little bit tighter. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Dante has been special on Dark and Dark Elevation. He's been one of the main reasons that I watched that show and he's 20 freaking years old. Oh, oh, Jim Ross, let you know that he was 20 years old several
1: times. It, let you know that he is not old not, enough to run the He's 97
2: pounds. He's 97
1: pounds. I, I think we're looking at a potential. I don't want to compare him to Shawn Michaels, but Shawn Michaels-esque in terms of the tag team of Top Flight because he is a special kid. He's so good in the ring. Uh, you know, I've been born Matt Seidel. We used to say he can do all these flips. It's almost like his time has passed. This new kid has just stolen the show. I love it. I love the idea of Andrade against Seidel. When fans were last at wrestling, wasn't Andrade the WWE United States champion? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's What an amazing thing fans are going to be able to see, I'm guessing, in July. Because I can't see them keeping him out for too long. This is going to be one of the better wrestling matches that you
0: see on television. Yep. Um, this was a great way. This is this has been something that we've seen quite a bit of. I mean, this week was a really good week for people getting highlighted. We had like three underdog wins on Raw that were really, really good. And now those people are going to get to show what they can do in a Money in the Bank, which is really, really great. But um, this was one of those situations where the person who loses comes out looking even better. Chris rain says that blew my mind when they said he was 20 years old. It is it's, it's mind boggling. Evan Wright says Dante sunset flip with the sunset in the background. I hope a ringside photographer somehow got a picture of him leaping in the air for a sunset flip with that in the background. That would be,
1: I'm guessing somebody got the shot. It was
0: if they didn't, if they didn't, they need to utilize whatever the next dynamite is there and get one. Yeah. Uh, Ray Catleyan says, "I used to not hate the What Chance." Fifteen months of no crowds and transitioning to tonight taught me how wrong I was. What? Shut up! That's what. It's yeah. I'm I'm all for people going to shows and having fun the way that they want, but it's just like that's that's not that you get in yourself. It's been over. twenty
1: years at this yeah. point to the chant itself, and it's become
0: let's get ourselves over as you said and
1: that's one thing i is the
0: dorkiest, it's just the dorkiest yeah. shit man it's like it's like the person who goes there and intentionally like shouts out the person's indie names right oh, it's kevin steen out there oh yeah we we good job man you knew you knew his name beforehand who boy yeah. uh so that match humped it did and, and then we get more humpage. So, some big meaty humpage, Bobo De Felice. We did. Ethan Page against Bear Bronson. And we got some some meat slapping going there. The, the clothesline, 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 clothesline was so cool. The bear dive was so cool. But let's talk about a couple highlights. First off, one of them, even before Ethan Page went on the air, and I, I'll pull it up. Did you see that shirt he was wearing tonight? I did not, oh my god i I'm pulling it straight from his Twitter right now. It is important you have to see it now listen, his fashion game is 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 doing really well, but this is the type of shirt that is ridiculous, but it's like, man, I would wear that shirt. Let me here we go. hope you guys are ready. Those are little bears, <laughs> little teddy bears on his shirt nice. Well like if he walked past you down the hall you wouldn't be like oh he's got teddy bears on his shirt you'd be like oh he's wearing a button up shirt right that is that is good you know it's it's incredible
1: Ethan Page is a guy who earlier this year I wrote an article that he got his heart ripped out by himself on an impact pay-per-view I kind of wasn't into him just going to AEW and getting the spot he is proving every week why he belongs there. That uh, ego's edge on a guy the size of Bear Bronson, so impressive. And the fact and, that it
0: took him multiple times to do it. But then when he gets
1: up there, he looks all the more impressive. He's going to try to launch Darby Allen into a coffin in a few weeks. This guy, I can fully admit I was wrong about. I thought... Better as a tag guy, Josh Alexander doing the bulk of the work. He's so entertaining to watch every single week.
0: And there is no Janetti in that team. And let no. me tell you, Janetti was a great worker, a great worker. But Josh Alexander is killing it in impact. Ethan Page is killing it over here. That, that ball shot was incredible. Dante says, that takes some testicles. Evan Wright says we're gonna get a Men of the Year Wingman collab. Oh man, that would that would make for some entertaining segments, I think. That but,
1: is the fashion show that we will see when uh what's Britt Baker's talk show? The waiting room. When that comes uh, back, we're gonna get a fashion show on the waiting room, and it'll
0: be those men. Guys, please donate a super chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. Ethan Page's facial expressions, his body language are so good. He sells really, really well. You don't realize he is big heavyweight wrestler because he's so good at all those little things that a lot of the smaller guys constantly had to get good at to get ahead for years and years and years but that ego's edge was outstanding and then afterwards page says darby you know we're not finished with, with each other and you know me i'm not on the constant rematches i'll make some exceptions braun and roman reigns sammy and kevin owens darby and Ethan page for a long time. It was triple H and Sean people that made me believe that they disliked each other or liked each other so much that they cared about each other so much that they would never stop fighting. And this is going to be a coffin match. Um, you know what? They don't have a track record of being amazing matches, but you know what? When I watched one in Lucha underground, a couple a few years ago, I was like, it might be the best casket match I've ever seen. I think these two are going to one-up that. What did you think of the coffin match?
1: I I love this. So that's a gimmick match that's associated with Undertaker and the Giant of the Month. So it's not always great. But when you get a guy like Darby who can give a new spin on it because we don't have the Undertaker anymore. There's nobody to do casket matches in WWE. Now you can take this, make it your own. Ethan Page can chuck him From halfway across the ring into a casket. Darby's going to do a coffin drop into a literal coffin. It's going to be a very fun match and the most unique casket match you've ever seen because you've never seen guys this size do a casket match.
0: Uh, By the way, Joel Pearl has sent me an actual link to that toy or that teddy bear shirt. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. But you know what, guys? Yeah, of course. If you're looking to do some meaty humpage, <sighs> our friends at Blue Chew are here to give you that meat slapping. Oh. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. <laughs> look look straight at the camera. Look at the, Make eye contact, Robert. The best part, it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. <laughs> Eye contact! No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA. They are prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package.
2: Eye contact! You can
0: take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you're having trouble performing because somebody won't give you any
2: eye contact,
0: go to BlueChew.com and use that code FIGHTFUL. You'll work with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. And right now, you get your first shipment free. Just use our promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout and pay $5 shipping. That is a full shipment of Blue Chew. For free, just pay five dollars shipping. You know, sometimes you lack the confidence. It's not about having a problem; it's about having the confidence. Maybe like like somebody we know could use the confidence to make
2: eye contact.
0: Blue Chew Code Fightful for that big meaty humpage and the confidence to use eye contact. Uh backstage MJF is getting a promo talking about Dean Dean Malenko <laughs>
3: okay. say goodbye
4: First-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
0: God, he's like, listen, I know this guy's got a bad heart (laughs) and Parkinson's, but you should be thanking me because this is no place for a man like that. Oh, I love this. This is good because the the Dean Malenko thing I thought was the hottest part of this angle since Stadium Stampede. When, When Inner Circle came out and they're like, we're not done with you. I was like, why? If they had broken up and they weren't done with the pinnacle, that'd be one thing. But I was just like, ah. So this getting a bit of an extension was good. They brawled and then you had Sammy Guevara making the save now, for all the gang wars bitch and I have been doing, leaning into Sammy Guevara as the centerpiece babyface of this feud, I think is absolutely the best thing to do, Robert.
1: Definitely a swerve that I didn't see coming. It feels like they still want to do another Jericho MJF, but they haven't gotten there yet. And I love the idea of him just leaning into, yeah, I beat up an old man with a heart problem and Parkinson's. It'll fight me. And quick. <laughs> Chris Jericho wants to, Sammy wants to, and it'll be a damn good match next week to kind of send off the
0: Jacksonville shows. Yeah, uh, I, I like this angle. It was the best thing. Okay, so ending with the Malenko thing and then leading into this, and even the little attack, uh not little attack, the attack uh, outside, I thought this was good stuff. I like that when Wardlow took that headshot, he did it protected. He turned, like, sort of turned. That way it's not flat on the head or one of those. I I, I like that an awful lot. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this week's Inner Circle Pinnacle segment. That and the Malenko stuff has been the best part. I'm hoping it's a big turning point because that's what I've been angling for.
1: Yeah, and I'm hoping to see Sammy kind of, okay, break away now. Go for the TNT title. Go do something else because you need to get away from the gang wars and the inner circle because at this point he's the one it's holding back the most because we know lax can go we know swagger is a former world champion whether he gets there again i don't think anybody really cares and jericho is golden forever sammy needs the breakout moment and the match against mjf will be it but mjf has only lost once and i don't see sammy being number two
0: yeah, and I hope Jericho isn't number two either. Jericho beating MJF is not a good idea. Uh, I agree I, with that. I, I don't. I don't think he needs it. Again, Jericho's bulletproof. He can get himself over any way that he wants, any number of ways that he wants. Britt Baker and Ray, Reba, I, almost, see, I, I get stuck in between calling her Rebel and Reba. They, it's they Rebel, distract. not Reba. Yeah. They talk about uh, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Britt Baker says she's going to give them a prescription Easy promo material. Britt Baker cuts these promos in her sleep. But I got to credit Nyla and Vicky. I thought this was the best stuff Vicky has done since being an AEW. And Nyla saying, watch out for the claws of the cougar. And Vicky just chuckling. Oh, I like that. That was simple. I still don't buy
1: it. I don't know if we're getting Vicky in the ring. Me either. I think it's a swerve for somebody else. But I don't know who that somebody is, and that's a good surprise.
0: Donkey says, I thought it was Rebel. Well, it's her name is Rebel, but Britt calls her Reba. Her official name is Rebel in parentheses, not Reba, which I think is the coolest shit ever. I think it's fantastic.
1: Well, because Rebel wasn't supposed to be in this role. Britt gets hurt. She calls her Reba for one sketch, and then it just sticks. And now they're one of the best packages on TV.
0: She was a woman who just signed to uh, like TNA, and I think 2013, because I think Christy Hemi recommended her, and I don't think she had wrestling experience. And she has made it onto national TV every single year since then That's across amazing. TNA, Impact, GFW, all those versions, NXT, AEW. And by all accounts, a wonderful person. So more power to her because she has been an indispensable part of the Britt Baker act. So uh, I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And she's come a long way from the menagerie, you know, a really throwaway angle from TNA. And it's so good to see her on TV every week.
0: Guys, get your super chats in, get your question or statement read right on the air. But if you're here, leave a thumbs up. It helps us out a lot. I can't tell you how much. Uh, also, check out a couple of interviews I had this week. Thunder Rosa talking Britt Baker, the Lights Out match. And then I had Amy Rose. And if you're saying, from Sonic the Hedgehog? No, but we did talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Fantastic. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I got Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison dropping on Tuesday. And on July 4th, I have an interview with the Patriot Dell Wilkes and don't worry. He doesn't talk about any of the crazy shit he does on his Twitter. It's all about wrestling. So, uh, make sure you guys check that out. I've had that in the can for a about, long time <laughs> for about nine months. And then I said, well, if I'm not going to drop a Dell Wilkes interview on July 4th, I'm not ever dropping it. So maybe uh, on national trash can day, I'll finally drop the Duke Drosey interview. I did, uh, a year ago, uh, Cyclops says, Reba has the world's best laugh. It warms my heart. She's so good. Yeah, She's so good. And, and Hidden Eagle, thank you for that. It was really good. We talked about like SmackDown versus Raw. We talked about her contract. We talked like I've been talking to a lot of Ring of Honor stars about a meeting that a lot of people don't know about. Before the pandemic, uh, a lot of or I think almost all the roster Ring of Honor roster was flown out to headquarters and they put up a whiteboard and they said, What do you guys want us to change? And the roster put like 140 things on a whiteboard and they've been implementing all those changes. So I talked, anytime I talk to a Ring of Honor wrestler, I usually end up talking that. Now that was where they implemented the pure title and all that, right? Like that I believe started so. there. there. There were things like catering and uh, like just people talking, like saying, Oh, yeah, we want this back. We want that back. We want this back. And they did, like, from Ring Canvas, like, all kinds of things were, were changed there. Uh, we get a Jade Cargill, Smart Mark Sterling promo. <laughs> I like it. the shop AW 10% off her shirts. The code word is that B. <laughs> like, oh. Easy stuff. Easy. I believe they said all the two XLs were out and
1: that's because that shouldn't be surprising knowing wrestling fans. I like that line. Very good. Smart Mark Sterling, another guy who has been around forever and worked himself into a very good spot on TV. And I can't wait to see more of him. One of the highest
0: rated segments in AEW history was him losing to Mox. That's awesome. Uh, I like the deal. I like all the major figure pod guys. Uh, that That's... I listened to their show. So seeing Mark Sterling there makes me very, very happy. Really enjoy it. Also very much enjoyed Chris Statlander and the bunny. Uh, I like Chris Statlander's push. This was a fine match. It did look like at times there was maybe some struggling to get through some spots, but sometimes fights are sloppy. So who cares? Um, This. Let's talk about the match at first. So also in the match, we see bunny communicating with Aubrey, doc Sampson, walked Allie to the back hopefully she's okay i'm gonna try to to follow up on that but i thought this match is pretty good
1: yeah it was i really wish the bunny was able to do more throughout her time in AEW because she was one of the first signees and she was kind of wrapped up in that brandy roads we're gonna do something with brandy roads and we don't know what yet nonsense and it seems like she's found a good place hope she's not hurt statlander continues to be better than ever
0: and this was good all around. And Allie is like gosh I don't I don't know how long into her wrestling career she is but I feel like I think she's I think she's like 15 16 years in. Yeah. And I feel like she's made the greatest leaps in the ring over the past year since the pandemic. Uh she was yeah she she has done uh really good stuff. So the, the gang wars after this, I thought made an incredible amount of sense. You've got blade knocking orange Cassidy into Chris Statlander. Now that fires up orange Cassidy, but it doesn't much matter when, uh, when you got TH two coming out and Chuck and Trent aren't there. Trent had neck surgery to fix stenosis. Apparently he says fusion surgery. Jim Ross says, um, spinal stenosis i'm hoping it was like minimally invasive he was okay enough to be taking some pictures and all that but they said that chuck was at the hospital with him so that gives you a reason why they're not there first and foremost best wishes trent one of the most entertaining people like he and chuck are so funny so good good um it sucks to have them sidelined if if they are
1: yeah that legitimately threw me through a loop where i had even asked you if it was legit because we'd heard nothing of this and the wrestler surgery as it's been called the neck fusion it's never good i just had it there's some other people who had it and i hope he's back as soon as he can be
0: i also just got an update from AEW. bunny is fine okay she's good so that's great news uh i, I reached out to trent today and i was like hey man best wishes he sent me back a thank you uh glad to see he's you know, he's able to use his phone. He's he's up and going, especially after that time that he missed last year. The, yeah. They are future tag team champions. Like, the, they're such a natural babyface act. But this gang wars made an incredible amount of sense to me because Orange Cassidy's buddies aren't there. And what do you do? You set up multiple future matches for Orange Cassidy.
1: Because this is the latest rival for the hearty hodgepodge of people. And now he's got TH2, uh, Butcher Blade and Bunny, and Private Party. Cassidy can team with Christian if he needs to. Cassidy can team with Jungle Boy. You can go a lot of different ways with this. This is good. And Cassidy got knocked out with those knuckles and put a face that will be used on memes for months to
0: come because when he got knocked out, it was quite the funny face. Yes. This was a really good segment, I thought. Chris Statlander looks like she's being primed for a title shot in the future. And, buddy, I think that's one of the best ones they can do. To me, it's like you line them up. Chris Statlander, Thunder Rosa, and then by the time Thunder Rosa, if she doesn't win it, you have another one. But to me, those are two big ones to have back-to-back for Britt Baker.
1: Do you hold... So Thunder Rosa's with the NWA. Yes. Do you hold off on thunder rosa until you can pull the trigger on yes giving her the belt maybe thunder
0: rosa's got some other stuff going on okay all right she's got she's gonna have some other stuff going on soon uh but she's signed until the end of the year but to me also i don't know if there's a bigger aew women's title match that you can do at all out than Britt baker versus thunder rosa the rematch you know what i mean like And to me, that that will be their big, big return, right? Like, they'll do these venues and stuff. But All Out is going to be their big return to a big venue, all that. uh, I think that's the best one you can do. So
1: thus far, they've only done one cage match, and it was Cody and Wardlow. I would not mind a cage match between two women who've already had the match where you just beat the hell out of each other. What are you talking about? I saw a cage match last week. Wardlow and Jake Hager, buddy. Uh, that was a different type of cage match. We don't talk about that. That's <laughs> not great. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker do a cage match. Yeah. I think it's different for the women and they could really have a good one.
0: If I were them, I would, I would, uh, I mean, she's already feuded with big swole, but I would like them to have big swole, like ready. Big swole should not be off dynamite this long. She has a lot of good body language that I like. Yeah. Um, I, I think, Trying to see if I missed anything. Eddie Kingston, Pentagon jr. I liked this. I I liked it. I liked them saying, well, you picked off pack. You picked off Phoenix. You picked off Moxley. Also that pat I think it was a Patrick Ewing shirt. He was wearing Patrick Ewing with a grill. Yeah, that was fantastic. That ruled, um, but I, I thought I'd like this promo just fine. It made sense. Get them on on the screen. Why not? So I didn't like the line
1: of, you took them out, but that's pro wrestling. You can't take anybody out for real because I don't need that wall broken, even though Kingston. No, no, no.
0: I think he means like killing people. Okay, well. I think, I think Eddie Kingston implied that he killed somebody.
1: See, that's different. <laughs> if you give it to me like that, I'll take it. that's That's what i
0: think i could be wrong but i think i'm reading (laughs) this right i think eddie kingston is implying that his character has killed a human well then i don't want to i don't want to mess with eddie kingston (laughs) yeah that's what i'm thinking that's that's what i got from that i could be wrong (laughs) I don't think I am. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Yeah, I read it as murder. Okay. So I got from that line too. See, I'm not, I'm not
1: thinking murder.
0: Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's hey, a hey. little too far. Hey, hey, we can murder for sure. Um, You remember B- Beyond the Mat where New Jack claimed that he had like a bunch of justifiable homicides? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, and even the documentarian was like, well, no, listen, we couldn't find <laughs> any record of those oh god yes i definitely think uh yes he uh, talked. i'm giving you guys these on the air without super chat just because they're funny <laughs> just he means what he means <laughs> i mean
1: so we're gonna get a your mother ruthie and eddie kingston killed the guy
0: t-shirts coming soon i'm sure i love it i love it that's <laughs> this is what i want i'm like anybody else i'd be like oh god they're bringing up that they killed somebody well all right i mean really last week lax should have brought up that they watched a kid get run over when they're having that one-off with ftr about who's had the tougher life they should have been like we watched a child get run over that's what should have happened there i mean um Eddie Kingston, so
1: you've sold me on Eddie Kingston. Yes. So Eddie Kingston is a murderer. I don't know why the Young Bucks would ever want to mess with a murderer. Granted, he won't have Moxley by his side, but
0: I'm sure Penta's a little street tough too. So we'll see how that goes next week. We're heading down the home stretch, guys. Get in your super chats like Samuel Stahl did. He said, in this week's Dark and Dynamite, Statlander looked far more comfortable with her character. She also hit that scoop slam looking like Dustin Rhodes. Uh, yeah, Statlander. Since she came back, her quality of work—whoo, that was so good. And hey, guys, we got we got a special guest joining us. Alex Palowski is here. Oh, holy crap! What are we, how are we doing this? There we go. You Alex- weren't here to save me for the ad read that you cut at the end. What are you doing here, Val? I,
2: I I don't I don't know. Eye contact. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: So Alex uh, will be doing Sour Graps over on FightfulSelect.com right after this. He did watch the main event. So I wanted to bring him in because, Alex, it's been a while.
2: It's been a while. I haven't, I haven't done an AEW one since I hosted one by myself.
0: I don't oh. think you've done the AEW post show with me since, like, the regular season. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's probably true.
0: That's probably true. It, it might have been when they were still in the bubble yes. last Who knows? year. It's been a while. Last year we got a couple more super chats. Evan Wright says Kevin Carl Anderson Wheeler Yuta tape for dark. Get the hose, Sean Wheeler Yuta actually just had a tryout with WDB a few weeks ago. I love that Carl Anderson is working AEW dark matches too. Chris Rain says I totally buy it from Eddie. He I love it when he calls Penta his best friend. That is that is a good rib, Alex. Yeah,
2: yeah, Me mejor amigo. I want him to start like learning Spanish, but like bad Spanish, like not not accurate Spanish.
0: Uh, Christian Ramos says someone should tell Kingston Wrestling is a work. Nope. Uh, nope. And Intangible One says, what title should Omega lose first? I think it should be the Impact one. Buddy, if you think that he is going to lose on Impact before everywhere else, uh-uh, they are doing Impact a favor. Yeah. And Chris is happy that the gang's all together again. Well, it is nice. Well, okay. let's talk about it. We've got uh, Jungle Boy backstage being coached up by Christian. That's a good time. I like that. That makes sense. And I like how selfless Christian was, Alex. Yep. Jungle Boy's like talking about Matt Hardy, and Christian's like, no, no, no. He can piss off. I'll worry about him next week. Let's talk about this. This is your night. I love that. That That's seemed right. like unselfish veteran is what that seemed like.
2: Yes, and and uh, inadvertent foreshadowing. Of uh Matt Hardy can wait until next week. Well, Matt Hardy's not gonna wait until no. next week. So. Gang
0: rules don't wait
2: for <laughs> anyone. Gang wars don't they gang wars t- wait for no man. Right.
0: Gang wars will wait about a segment and a half, Playboy. Yeah. Yeah. that's how long you got before one of those happened. Yep. Yeah. Uh so we get the AEW title match. This was a good one. Uh, I the result was never really in doubt. Omega was gonna win this but I was there for the ride. I was there to experience this. And this was an experience. First off, I did not hear on commentary. Nobody told me. I know, sure as hell, Jungle Boy's family was in that front row because there's no way that hair is anything but genetic. <laughs> oh, my, you! I'm sorry, you can't get a perm like that. You are born with that hair, Bobo D'Felice.
1: Yeah, and it's hereditary, and I'm very jealous. But my God, those people have a good head of hair.
0: Oh man, that was that was wonderful this match was so good, this this displayed Jungle Boy, and it was one of those situations where this, okay, Jungle Boy's not the guy right now. Eventually, he might be the guy. He's such a pure baby face, not in the charisma that The Rock or Stone Cold has, but in that quiet, almost Jeff Hardy charisma, where he's very quiet, and you know, like, well, with Jeff Hardy, there were a whole lot of other issues at hand that made you question: Is he a good guy? With Jungle Boy, you just think, like, man, this is such a pure, innocent soul. Yeah. And this was fantastic. Somebody said they mentioned it many times. Uh, I was not paying attention to commentary during <laughs> this. I was <laughs> watching how rad this match was, and it was a rad one. Alex, what'd you think?
2: Oh God, it's 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 everything we want from from Jungle Boy. Like, it's one of those things where um, you watch it. Knowing there's no chance they're doing it. And, and, and I think if there were different contexts around this, you could see something happening where maybe they did something crazy. To so like, it's a Saturday, it's, the, the, it's, a, it's a big, they, wanted, they built it as a big show, they're coming back live on Wednesdays next week, it's a big thing. You might, like, what if they did something crazy? And then, like, give the kid, like, a two, three-week run and give it back to Omega or something. But the problem there is, I think we all expect the one guy who gets to take that title off of Omega is Hangman Page. When is a different story, but that's the guy to do it. So then this becomes even more of a foregone conclusion that Jungle Boy is going to win. It doesn't mean he didn't step up, show out, and prove that he's that guy in five, eight years that's going to be running this company in the ring because he is so talented and can absolutely be that true baby face that everybody wants to see make good in this company.
1: Yeah, what did you think of this? This was everything you could have expected. I do admit that knowing Jungle Boy didn't really stand a chance hurts it to a degree, but they still sold me on one of the Near Fall's that went right into the STF. Thought Jungle Boy did real good. I think he's going to be a main eventer for years to come. Kenny Omega is not losing this belt until Hangman gets him, but I think the first one to go is going to be in August, and he's losing that AAA belt to Andrade.
0: This match was uh, so good. Kate Hensler says, Clean your Kenny with the clean win. I loved it. And Joel Wood says, Jungle Boy got over tonight, but I think we need an SRS stat and the amount of show-ending brawls AEW has had since October 2019 way too many uh but this match was a really really good one and again jungle boy is not going to be the guy right now so it's like it's okay to give him that earlier title shot there's a fellow by the name of john cena in 2003 who got a title shot while he was like he had just got white hot and they're like well we're gonna give him a title shot against brock and he didn't win that match but then two years later he was by god the guy yeah. And it didn't hurt him to lose to Brock Lesnar. It does not hurt Jungle Boy to lose to Kenny Omega, and this was great. Like the Spike Reverse Rana, Jesus, Howard, Christ, this was phenomenal stuff. They had the crowd, yeah, people in the crowd leaning over the rail to yell at Kenny Omega. That was really fun stuff too. Just a great match. I did not need the the distraction stuff in the middle of the match, especially if they're doing it after. I did not need that. Matthew Hammock says, would you rather have gang wars and intersecting characters or characters not interacting, no selling the other events going on around them. I would rather do exactly what I said earlier, where they establish something and say, you can do this, but if you do, you're going to pay that way. You can discourage it. You can create dissension among those that way. When powerhouse Hobbs loses a match and he says, Hey, Ricky, why didn't you come and help me? Ricky's like, I'm sorry, man. It's not worth me losing $50,000. And Brian Cage is like, yeah, I would have. And it causes some dissension. Use that. It's not real. They can script why somebody's not there. They can script why things do and don't happen.
2: They they did at the beginning of the match. The, yes. the official <laughs> saying, you guys are gone. And you guys celebrating me saying they're gone. You're also gone. Great. Now we have a one-on-one match. I thought that was a wonderful way to like say, okay, well, now you don't have to worry about interference or distractions because the ref grew a set and kicked everybody out. I yep. think that's great. And then to have them come half halfway in at, at, in the middle of the match was like, okay, can we not do that? Then you have an entirely different set of people who get involved after the bell. It, it, it is... I'm I'm pro-friendship in wrestling. I love yes. the fact that everybody has friends. I think that's great. I think that maybe your friends should stay in catering. Like, maybe they have really good burritos this week, and, and nobody's leaving the burrito table. Like, maybe that's it. I don't know. Figure a reason why nobody comes down. Well, I was okay
1: with, okay, they're EVPs. They're going to try to do what they want anyway. Frankie Kazarian yes. takes them out because that's what Frankie's doing. He's the elite hunter. Fine. You did not need Matt Hardy and Private Party and the super elite beating down Christian and Jungle Boy at the end of the show. It just seems like a hat on a hat, and it's a trope now, and if I didn't know any better, I'd think Vince Russo was booking the show, because that's a TNA Russo trope.
0: I, I would, just have everybody fighting. Cut, cut to backstage and show them fighting or something, and be like, yeah. we gotta settle this next week, yada yada. It's just they get to write... Why or why not things happen on the show? Kate Hensler says, I need a catering burritos are all elite craft. Oh, man. Uh, But, guys, please leave a thumbs up. Alex, you will be live uh, right after this, doing sour graps over on FightfulSelect.com. By the way, guys, we have a ton of news on the releases. I'm going to have more backstage news on uh, the... The writer that was fired this week, a uh, bunch of news on that uh, on fightfulselect.com this week. Ray Callahan says, Linear eye contact. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, Alex, tell the people what you got going on.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, I do uh, sour graps uh, uh, twice a week uh, talking about Raw and SmackDown. I'll be talking about SmackDown uh, and the fact that uh, all of the stuff from from hell in a cell is carrying over to money in the bank uh except for uh, one major thing which is awesome uh but i'm also going to talk about uh, a bunch of uh nxt and 205 lifers uh, being Hmm. released and how that is not awesome um so yeah join me right after this uh on fiefel Slut. yeah what are
0: you going on I'm here
1: every day on Fightful.com making eye contact with the computer screen and writing these stories about these horrible releases and all the other crappy and sometimes great stuff in the world of professional wrestling. You can follow me on Twitter and everywhere at DudeFelice and check out the next Fightful mag where I do review the first ever SummerSlam
0: from 1988. Also, I would just like to say people saying... Uh, let me just address this. Where is it? Nitpicking to sound both sides and not pro AEW. That's fucking stupid. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. We can like and dislike what we want. I'm Just because I like a show doesn't mean I'm not going to have things to say about it. Like, it's an hour-long review podcast. There are going to be things that we don't like on a two-hour wrestling show. Okay. Even if we like the show. <laughs>
2: I, I mean the whole thing I do man is take things and find the, this this could this could be better though. I mean I want everything to be great. Everything is really good. I'm yeah. still going to find these things because what you know what it is? It's constructive criticism. There you go. AEW could be so outstanding. If they relied less, like 25% less on gang wars and us pointing that out, I mean, and, you want to call it nitpicking? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, hey, Look, it's not like I, I
1: hasn't do-
0: sent super chat, so they're watching <sighs> the show, pal. And uh, making excuses for literally everything is how one company got so bad, as Luis just pointed out let's let's not do that with a show that's good let's let's go ahead and call them out if there's something that I don't like maybe Robert likes it maybe Alex likes it I don't have to uh we got a super chat to wrap us up where where the hell is it somebody said bud for coach of the year right
2: uh he' was the coach of last night <laughs> but I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens tomorrow night he's 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 streaky he's and bad bol- good <laughs>
0: I believe Evan Wright said coming in between a righteous man and his path is the same thing coming between the cleaver and its meat. Miro, best thing in wrestling. Well, if you don't want anything coming in between you and your meat, check out bluechew.com, code Fightful, FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, guys, we're out.